0: Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two bands whose names sound similar, but the music sounds different. This week we're talking about the Who Tang Clan, but not that Who. I'm Jared. I am Dax. Caleb. Tyler. Surprise, everybody wasn't what you thought it was, huh? That wasn't really very It was very anticlimactic. It really was <laughs> I, I thought I, there was
1: going to be more vocals do you want I do
0: felt climaxed Oh, I feel as oh though my. we should maybe do vocals I, let's, yeah, let's do a different. Why don't we talk do about? Different thing. Why don't we talk about what it is, and then let's play something to give an example of what it is i'd like I'd like for us to kind of explain what kind of music we're talking about here with the who, which is not the who. That you H-U. may know. H-U. They are um, a Mongolian heavy metal band uh, that also performs uh, some uh, folk metal and folk rock. Uh, they're from uh, Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. So they are kind of metal, but the throat the throat singing is really what I think diversifies their sound more than just about anything else. Yeah, basically.
1: They, they mix uh, traditional Mongolian folk, which has the which has the the throat thing in there.
0: The throat thing in yeah, there. Yeah, that
1: I'm going to do that a lot. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, we're just going to have to get that out of the way. I mean, this isn't the first episode that you have decided to do that oh on my a no. basis. Everybody I, should be aware of this by now. You pretty much just do it all the time.
1: Pretty much I really like throat singing. Yeah,
2: it's really bad.
1: I love it. Wait, the music is bad, or me doing it? You doing it? That's fair. That's fair.
2: I mean, it sounds okay, but eventually, I just
1: want you to stop. (laughs) Yeah. So fair. I try to sprinkle it enough. Just
0: enough. I think. uh, Okay, before before I say what I want to say, let's let's actually play a little bit. We'll scooch in a little bit on Wolf Totem to give an idea of what this sounds like. very different from the uh the who that many know very quite a bit so i think that part of the problem for me is that i believe that the two of you have soured me on the who
1: we've soured you
0: i believe so yes how have we soured you because you have listened to this group non-stop for the last six months I don't think that's true at I don't all. Think fairly, it's it fairly frequently. It sounds true. Sounds like it could be true. I don't think it's true. I found them myself. Uh, I believe from the song "You've You've You've" potentially, or even "Wolf Totem" um, from a YouTube video that had those two songs were the first two songs they released on YouTube, and I believe they're between the two of them are at eighty-six million views uh, between that's the insane. two songs. I think from, that's where I found it too. From um, orga- uh, just, you know, organically found on YouTube. You know, they, they mm-hmm. didn't have a label or anything like that. And uh, then they put out the song Shug Shug, which is a song I like quite a bit. It's pretty good. It's from their um, their debut album. The first two songs I don't think had, I highly doubt they had any intention of it being on an album. You know, like that's not why they wrote it. Right, but then with "Shug Shug," I think that that was the the lead single. This is what's going to be on our album because the other two songs that already gained so much acclaim that you know they decided to put the album together. Mm -hmm. So I think that it kind of has a little bit. You can kind of tell that they're trying to do more traditional mainstream rocky kind of sound i mean not really i mean to the best of their ability it's it's hard for that style of music to be mainstream it's, but it's weird because they're they're becoming it has a flow it it like it has you know like a build-up right like an arena rock kind of song with shook shook whereas right. the other ones are just kind of traditional they're to, chanty yes yeah. They are very chanty. Mm-hmm. That is that is a fair way to put that. Yeah, I would say that they definitely switched into a little bit more of I don't, it's so hard to call it traditional, but it it is a little bit closer to traditional I guess metal music. Mm. Kind I of hard rock. I don't know. I, they're they're very, very hard to define for me.
1: I saw that some of their influences Outside of just uh, traditional like Mongolian music, uh, we're like Metallica and Ramstein and those types of those types of bands. Ramstein makes that's what I was gonna say. That almost makes
0: sense. too much sense. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. much more than Metallica.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, they have actually like what's interesting is to me as well is that they have actually gotten to a point where they are fairly popular and are doing things outside of just their own music they have people coming in who are famous into their music they have been featured on like soundtracks for things we will get to some of those details but like the fact that they have taken such a different sound from what other people are doing and have somehow made it pretty popular is just a weird thing Got to commend them for that one. I think the one that stands out (laughs) to me, I think the one that stands out to me the most is the fact that they did music for Star Wars. That is. Oh, that's, yeah, that's it. That's crazy. That is pretty wild. It makes total sense. It really does. It's, so it's, the music is from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is not a movie. It's the video game. It's the video game. So it's a little bit, like it's, it's, like, still in the Star Wars canon, for sure, but Su- isn't, like... Sugon Asana among- is the name of the song. Let's see. Let's play a little bit of that one and see if it sounds very uh, Star Wars-y. <laughs>
1: What language are they speaking there?
0: Mongolian. Are they, though? No, it's created... The The language was created... It's, it, it says it's not Mongolian you're hearing. It's a language created with the band that's unique to Star Wars. Hmm. That's interesting. So they made up, I guess, a language.
1: You know, the, uh, it gave me vibes of... Uh, you know the blue singing lady from... Uh, I think it was Jabba's lair? I Palace, think so, yeah. And, yeah. It, it gave me kind of vibes of her language. It could even be inspired by that language, mm-hmm. very possibly. One mm-hmm. one may imagine.
0: Cy Snoodles
1: is that her name? I, maybe is, is she have like a weird snoot thing?
0: I thought that she had like the 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 tentacle things on top of her. Yeah, kid. the
1: two
2: tentacles that come. Yeah, through. I'm trying
0: to
1: find. No, them. no, that's that's something else. Uh, go to YouTube. Okay, this is important. Cool.
0: She's in the Max Arguably. Rebo band, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems right.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about now. But we can we can play with the, the, the sound of what she sounds like for sure. Wow. I that liked was him horrible. better when he was in that serial. That was a. Oh. <laughs> oh.
2: That was terrible.
1: That was awful, right?
2: Yeah, because that was the version where Lucas came in and
1: CGI'd all over it. Yeah, he, he sure did. I think, garbage. I think that song was only in the CGI'd version. I don't think yeah. it was in the original. Well, I thought
0: it, I remember that girl, the blue girl you're talking about singing, but maybe she was just a dancer. I think she was just a dancer, yeah.
1: Are you thinking about um, the fifth element?
0: No, I'm not thinking about the fifth element, although that's good stuff too. That is good.
1: There was a blue girl with tentacle hair, I think. Maybe I'm thinking there is a blue
0: girl with no, the fifth element. It's definitely from Star Wars. I had a Star
2: Wars toy of that character.
1: Oh, interesting. Yes. The
2: character that Caleb is talking about is called Lin Me.
1: Mmm. Lin Me a Hand. Lin. Hey. Hilarious. Hey. Well done. Hey. Quality content. Hey.
0: Yeah. Back to the Who. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there is also, they've been uh, like collaborating recently with other artists within the, I guess you would just say the hard rock realm Yeah, of that's music. about all you can say <laughs> yeah. about it. The, the more heavy than traditional rock, rock sound. Kobe Dix. Sure. Good band, bad band. Pretty bad. Alumni. He did great the first time that we talked about him from Papa Roach. <laughs> yep. I don't really remember it. He did a a remix of Wolf Totem, and then they did a remix of uh, You've You've You've, featuring the lead singer of From Ashes to New, and then we have the song uh, Song of Women, which just came out, that features Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm. That one's pretty good. Three different songs with three different people that are not in the Who. Well, the first two you mentioned are not good.
1: The last one, though. Last one's pretty good.
0: Song of the Women. Not super big on Hailstorm. I didn't listen to it. Mm. (laughs) At least you can admit that.
1: We can play it. You want to play it? Sure, why not? What do you think
2: about that one, time? That's definitely better than the other two. That's way, oh, yeah. That's way better. Yeah. The other yeah. two,
0: they're just not good.
1: It's really interesting to me how they can blend so much traditional music and it still sounds rocky.
0: It does still sound rocky. And I also... Ha- Another thing that I have to commend them for is uh, the ability to get Western listeners to listen to music that doesn't come from the West mm-hmm. because nobody will do that anymore. If it's in a different language, people are like, no, I don't want it. Yeah. Like, immediately. Yet somehow, I mean, it's, it's to the point where, they, like, they're able to uh, pair off with artists that are speaking in English, which makes it a little bit more consumable for a Western audience. But they don't even have to. They didn't have to do that. Like, they could be listened to by a Western audience. Without, with by actually like crossing over language barriers, which most people will not allow at this point in time. It's
2: because of the singing, singing is it's instrumental, you know. Yeah, does its own thing. It's just like a chanty thing, and doesn't matter what they say.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about how they say it. What do they
2: say? I know yeah. some of the lyrics are Mongolian war cries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but does anyone know anything else?
0: I've looked at a few English translations, but I don't have anything that I can, like, pull from it. Like, it's mostly, like, the War Cry stuff, and I am the I am the mountain, I am the sea.
2: Oh. That's, oh. that's
0: Biffy Clyro. Uh, it's also kind of similar to, like, a Ros, mm-hmm. who is also, I believe they're Icelandic, and they have a song where they're just singing in a completely made-up language. Right. But, like, people, I mean, it's by no means as popular as this is currently, but it's just an example of, like, Something that could easily be listened to by other people because nobody understands what they're saying. It's just instrumental. It's, it's the use of— They understand if you live in Mongolia. No, what I'm saying is, is oh. like, well, with the Star Wars, when you said it's not a real language. That's true. Yeah.
1: Kind of kind of going from there, That uh, there's a little big song. They're a Russian band the, it's called Skibbity. That was like a huge meme thing that was spreading around, and it was just all gibberish. They just completely made up all the words because they they knew a lot of English people liked them. Huh? Yeah. That's pretty fun. I like that.
0: Their name comes from uh, the style of rock called Hunu Rock, that's inspired by the Hunu, an ancient Mongolian empire known as the Huns in Western culture. Mm-hmm. That's what that's that's Donny Osmond, you know. He's a Hun. He uh now he he sang against the Hunt to defeat the Hans. He said, "I oh, hate yeah, I did. hate that song. You hate that song. I hate Mulan. Why did you know it was Donny Osmond? That's no, crazy. Uh, that
2: makes me does that supposed to make you like it more? Yes, uh, I mean no.
1: Him and Marie are weird. They are they're Mormon.
2: They're also weird.
1: That goes in hand, hand in hand.
2: See, I didn't say. Oh, well, let's
1: not alienate <laughs> our
2: Mormon <laughs> audience. <laughs> I love Mormons. I, I, I love mean,
1: Utah. Utah's pretty great. John Smith is a good guy. I have a Book of Mormon in my bedroom. I have five of them, actually. Why? Not for for the show. I'll tell you later. Okay, for the show. Did you know you can order Mormons?
2: What?
1: You can go to mormon.org or something like that, put in your address, and they send you two Mormons to talk about the Book of Mormon, and they give you a book. That's
2: how you got it? You've done that with ten people? Five. You have five books. They send two people.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. I didn't order all of them. I ordered the first one. Actually, no, I didn't even order the first one. Uh, Mormons broke into my house. Broke in? All right, <laughs> listen
2: to him. He's getting a little... This is getting questionable. Yeah. First he says all Mormons are weird. <laughs> now he claims Mormons are breaking
1: into okay. Mormons did break into my house. I was sitting upstairs. I heard a knock on the door. I knew Mormons were in the area, and I didn't really want to talk to anybody, so I stayed in my room. And then I went downstairs later, and there was a Book of Mormon on my coffee table. That's creepy. Yeah, could have been his family brought open the door. They could have opened the door. It It was not. It's true. It was not. It was me and my dad home. My dad was upstairs with me.
0: Hmm. Well, spooky. Mormon. He knew Mormons were in the air. He had his Mormon CB radio yeah. going. That's <laughs> what I was thinking, too. Yeah, the Mormon, Mormon radio is always not, on. It's a Mormodar.
1: <laughs> it's a small town. You spot them. They're it's just Mormon walking around. Dark.
0: All right. Back you, to back you. To can, you can have
1: your
2: own Record Roundtable-sponsored Mormodar for twenty nine ninety nine. Right, Please write
1: DAX. Exactly. Go to our Patreon. Contact, contact us at RecordRoundTable.com and we'll have two Mormons sent to your home. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That is.
2: Every time we have a stupid idea on here now, we're gonna, we have to create another level on Patreon. That's, that's
0: right.
2: <laughs> that is what we do. That's right. That's the Mormodar level.
0: In uh, November of 2019, the WHO were awarded the highest state award for Mongolia, the Order of Genghis Khan. From promoting Mongolian culture around the world, and do they do that for sure? Yes, they do. They sure do. They deserve they sure that do. award. They've got that song the with the old Kobe Dix, that or no, not that song. It was the other song with the guy from Ashes from New. Well, I guess it's the whole band. It says because it says with from Ashes to New. So I thought it was just the lead singer. No, one, I don't know
2: who is this band.
0: They're okay. They're uh, no, they're
2: not okay. What I heard,
0: you didn't like it. They're like rap new metal kind of band. I didn't like I what I heard in, like in,
2: that. That, in that remix. It wasn't good.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, that song got to number four, the You, View, View, number four on the U.S. main rock charts. Pretty good for that is pretty good. a impressive. Mongolian throat that metal is, band. I would say Pretty so.
2: good. The remix or the original?
0: The remix. The The original did yeah, not chart. Neither well, did Shug You Shug. didn't say that. You didn't say it was the remix It Shug Shug got to number 24 on the U.S. world chart. Not sure. Oh, what, thank goodness that the U.S. Up, has a world yeah, it's chart. It's world, very worldly. <laughs> Couldn't just be a chart for you know. Like, it's not like the U.S. isn't in the world. No, no. it's not. We are. I am the world. I we am are the children. We are our own bubble, and we are the only bubble. Everything we outside of world. us is something completely different. It you know would be Stay awesome away. if the Who were on Eurovision. Oh man! Don't you start. That would be great. Oh man! Do not get him started on this one. He's been wanting to talk about this so much. Well, he can do a very brief thing. If people don't know what Eurovision is, he can go ahead. and It's a competition uh, started by uh, what the UK or something like that. I think so.
1: Yeah, it's Euro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. But I don't know what country started it.
1: It started after World War II, I believe, as a means to like you know bring everybody together. And it happens every year, except for this year. Bummer. They canceled it. They canceled it. There was a song celebration. No contest, though.
2: How sad. How it sad. It was supposed indeed. to be in Rotterdam.
0: Mm-hmm. Rip, rip it. You know what else? Little would, Big
1: had a song in there. You know what else would be sad?
0: What's that? If we transition over into the Wu Tang Clan. Hold what on. When sad. you look,
1: when you look, when you Google
2: Eurovision, <laughs> you know, normally it comes up here, the person that comes up in bold is like, Something useful about it Yeah Or like the t- It just yeah. comes up canceled. Cancel. Oh no Cancel culture that's strikes again That's all they care
0: Cancel culture Oh my Alright Here comes the Wu-Tang <laughs> Clan Cash rules everything, <laughs>
2: everything around <laughs> me Cream get the money here we, here we go. Dollar, dollar,
0: dollar dollar bill shit. yo I grew up on the crime side The New York Times
2: side Staying alive was no job at second hands Mom's bounced on the Shallan land, a
0: young dude. You're rocking the goat KLB, you can talk about the Wu Tang Clan. There. They're your boys. Killer Bees. Killer Bee. Yeah, you're a Killer Bee, aren't you? Of course. Of course. So, Wu Tang Clan uh, formulated like in the early 90s mm-hmm. and is a lot of people. It is, uh, yeah. let's see if I can name most of them oh, RZA, Jizza, right. Inspector Deck. Ghostface Killer, Old Dirty Bastard, Method Man. Mm -hmm. How many am I missing? Two. Two? Or more. At least two. At least two. Who have I not said? Uh, I I can't remember who who I haven't said at this point. Raekwon. Oh, Raekwon, of course. Yeah. And Capadonna. That one I will not remember ever. He's one of the. Did you say Master Killer? I didn't say Master Killer. You did not say Master Killer. You God. Did you say you? you did God? not nope. say you. God. So those are the three. Okay. You missed three, yeah. four. No, I think. No. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess it was four. You there's miss- a lot. There's a lot to remember because there's a lot of members of Wu Tang. I thought I only said. I thought he only missed three. You God, Master and Capadonna. Ray I Kwan. also didn't say Raekwon. He didn't say Raekwon? Oh, no, I did yeah. not say Raekwon. That one, How do
2: you miss Raekwon?
0: I know. That's the one I'm a little yes, embarrassed about, honestly. The thing I like the most about the Wu-Tang Clan is Mr. Old Dirty Bastard. I figured so, that was the one love that, that really that stood man. out to you the most. He is oh, a great man. That old hey, DB. He is a uh, real messed up. Yes. <laughs> he had some bad things going on in his brain. Go on. I think he had, what did he have, bipolar probably? Some other things?
1: I don't know. I'm unfamiliar with his. Well, he died of
0: uh, a drug overdose, I believe, when he was only 30, uh, 35, very young. uh, He died. uh, How did he die? You did your research, I see. You were ready for this conversation. He collapsed, pal. Yeah, he did. Drug Overdose, pal. I've enjoyed the song, Baby, I Got Your Money, for about as long as I can remember. That's you learned great that from song. Say Anything. No, I knew the song before that, though. I knew the song before Say Anything covered it, to be fair to myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, another song that's good for Mr. ODB is Ghetto Superstar. Mm-hmm. That, that is that a samples, good one. Uh, Kenny Chesney, or Kenny... Not Kenny uh, Rogers? Kenny Rogers and Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton.
1: Mm. Um, Islands, Islands in the, the Stream. Yes. Yeah. That's a pretty good song. That is, I think we talked it's about it on the Dolly it's Parton It's a very episode. sexual
2: song, so watch out. Yeah, it Watch is. out. It doesn't seem, you don't think it is, and then it, it pops up and gets you. Also, uh, Ghetto Superstar featured on Polka Power by Weird Al.
1: Mm. Mm, of course. My, of course it is. My dentist w- was singing Ghetto Superstar last time I saw her. You said While that she was opera Did I say that on the yes. show? When was that? I thought that was since we did that show, huh? No, it was on you the told show. Us. It must have just happened. We'll go listen to that episode then. Yeah,
0: I thought that there was a girl on that song, "Ghetto Superstar." Who's yeah. the girl on it? Maybe just a background singer. I thought it was Khalees. Dax Dax, Dax Tyler. Mia. Dax Tyler. Do you guys have uh, a member of the Wu Tang Clan you're most interested in? Probably him. Probably,
2: probably ODB. the same one, yeah.
0: Yeah, Tyler.
2: Mm, let's see. Let me look at the list again. I sure. don't want to. I don't want to miss anyone. Sure, that makes sense. Probably Ghostface Killer.
0: I think Ghostface Killer is probably the most. I'd say that's what generally most people would say is like mm-hmm. the top member of Wu Tang Clan. I think that the Wu Tang Clan, and really the only thing that I will say about them, which is kind of a, a mark against them, is that really their debut was stellar. And then everything following it is not really that hailed. Hmm. So, like, really they are kind of – they really only had like, the big debut. And then everything that really made them popular is the fact that Wu-Tang Clan spread out. They took their debut and then all of them – almost all of them had their own solo, like, careers. Yeah, not all of true. them had successful solo careers. But, like, Ghostface Killer has been doing stuff even today – Method Man still does things. Yeah, he's considered um one of the like the best rappers alive, is Ghostface. Right. A lot of people consider him to be, you know, like in terms of r- r- like rhyming and um lyricism and flow and all of that, he is considered one of the best. He's the first person to say anything for Wu-Tang Clan. He's the he's mm. the the introduction on Bring to Ruckus. Hmm. Did you know that on the song uh, "Ghetto Superstar," you know who sing it? On what album it's on? No. It is on the album Ghetto Superstar, but it's by Proz, yeah. who is the guy from the Fugees. Oh, really? Mm.
2: Yeah. Huh. The one, the other guy. Yeah, the yeah, other, the other guy. guy. The other not guy. guy. Not white not, not Yeah. yeah. Not or Lauren Hill.
0: Or, right, or Lauren Hill. Right. The one that not the many one that, people. Yeah, the he's, one that no one remembers. He's like the, uh, the guy with the mohawk off of the Black Eyed Peas. Go ahead. Tell me what his name is. Hold on a minute. That guy's exactly. real?
2: There's three people?
0: He's got like the little, like the really short... Well, Mo- it doesn't he have a mohawk. I think so, something like it. Okay, I thought hold on. I thought Will I Am it cut his no. hair like okay. that. So once. we got Fergie, we got Will I Am, right? We got Apple D. Yep. And then who's the other one? Oh man, what is it? Do you know it? No, that's oh, my point. Did no one, one of them knows become it. like There's always one member that nobody really knows from. I mean, there was, was, one was only one of them, one. like
1: a president somewhere or a governor or something. President? Are you talking about Wyclef? Maybe I am. I don't know what I'm. At.
2: That's the Fugees. Yeah, we're on from that. Yeah. We are now into Black Eyed Peas.
0: Taboo. Oh.
2: Taboo. Nobody cares. There's only one member of Black Eyed Peas anyway.
0: Wait a minute. No, Apple D is the is is the guy with the mohawk. Oh, so you Taboo so you is the it. other guy. Oh. oh, man. So they've got two members that I don't really remember very well. I well, I knew the name. I remember him. He's the Asian guy. His real name... It, well, no, I guess he's not Asian. I think he's Mexican. Or... Hispanic, it. <laughs> Wait a minute. We'll talk about this on the Black Eyed Keys in, episode that we're doing so eventually. Sensitive. Jaime, Jaime Gomez is his name. Oh, so it, he's kind of both. He's from California. Dax, I'm going to throw to you so we can talk some more about some Wu Tang Clan stuff because I think that you'd be the one who'd be most interested in having this conversation. The Lost Album.
1: Martin Screlly owns oh, it. Oh my God. That bastard. The pharma dude. dude. Is that his name? Pharma bro? Oh, pharma bro. bro. Pharma, pharma bro. bro. Not as cool as the farmer bro. No. He's a nice guy. Who's we'll the like farmer farmers. bro? I don't know. You're making you weird up? jokes today. I know. I hate this. He's worried. <laughs> I don't, so want, Martin, to, I don't want to do this anymore. No, Martin, Martin Scarelli. Is he in jail still? No, I they took so him out
2: so he could f- help with the... They took him out so so he could help with the the vaccination. That's what I read.
0: That
1: sounds to me
0: like the Silence of the Lambs. That's true. (laughs) Let out the monster so he can try and solve the murder. That's true. That sounds right.
2: That's what I heard that
1: happened. He did. So how did this start? Was it an auction? There was an
0: auction. I believe that their lost album, there's only one copy of the album, and it was, I think, bought for two million dollars. If mm. I remember the the number correctly,
1: um, that doesn't seem like that much for two million dollars for one album. Yeah, but it's the only copy, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, how how what is it? What, well, is what would it, you pay what, for the only own, copy of a Wu Tang Clan album? Do you own the rights to it, or is he buying the rights? Yeah, or? he owns the
0: rights to what? I mean, yeah. he owns the actual album, and he can do it with with it whatever he wants. I think he said he was going to stream it. On, like, Twitch or something like that. I think he, he exactly said he was going to a listening party. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what Martin Shkreli was going to do. Yeah, yeah Martin yeah, Shkreli. He's a douche. Yes. He's going to make a good that man. money
0: back. He is not out of prison. According to this article uh, by both SF Gate and the Washington Post, which I believe probably Washington Post over SF Gate. That doesn't even sound right. The judge denied his delusional request to leave prison to fight the C word. Oh, so. Okay, so actually that makes a lot of sense because Skrelly has to cut off someone's face and wear it to be able to get out of prison. That's true. Mm. They they were just going to advise with him while he's still in his cell, mm.
2: obviously. He, he, MP, NPR confirms with two separate articles, so I believe you. I
0: he, believe you, Jared. He um, raised... What, you know why people hate him? He raised yeah. the price of an AIDS drug by 5,000%. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh. That's not good. not good. He's a bad guy. And then guy. it's that's not it's not only he that he defrauded then, investors yes. in 2017. Then when that's he was in the prison. then
2: when he had his hearing he acted like whatever. Yeah. That's why he's the bro. Yeah. Cuz he's like whoa. And that's why people also hate him cuz he's a dude. He does not care.
0: Yeah. He does not. Care. He defended it. Yes. He says, he how defended- "Do you How do you think the money goes into research?" So that means we have to raise the price to let people die so that we can have more money for research. Right, so that more people can maybe die from our drug. Yes. 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 Very good. Yeah. He's the worst person to possibly have his hands on a Wu-Tang album.
2: He's a dirty man.
0: Truly truly, the nightmare scenario. (laughs) He is an old... dirty bastard he's a rich dirty bastard is what he is that's true he really is like like the nightmare scenario for wu-tang clan was like all right someone's gonna get this album it's gonna be someone really cool they're gonna really be a major fan and then that asshole it's just picked it up
2: he's also he's just a a white dude Like, you know, he's just, like, kind of the whitest white guy almost, too. So it's
0: just, like... He's pretty... He's darn privileged. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's not... It it is truly, truly the nightmare scenario. Horrible.
2: You want to talk about how these... A few members of Wu-Tang Clan had a cameo on the Chappelle Show?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that.
2: They were on the racial racial draft. You don't remember that sketch? No. I don't. Please. You don't
0: remember that? Narrate you, us. I I only That's know right. a the few, racial draft a where the African
2: Americans w- got angry at the white people because they were trying to steal some people, and then they realized that the person that they were trying to steal was Colin Powell, and the black people were just like, "You can have Colin
0: Powell."
2: Oh. <laughs> Pretty good. It's a good sketch. They were on there. You can give. You can give a little. You
0: can YouTube if you want them. Do yeah, you. do it. While you're looking that up, I have a bit of a very small story to tell. At the uh, Grammy Awards. Um, Sean Colvin Who is a singer Won an award For like best um, Breakthrough artist Or something like that And ODB Ran up on stage And was mad Because uh, P. Diddy Sean Combs Had won an award Mm. And uh, he was like P. Diddy's good But we the best We are the best Peace and love, peace and love. Please buy my art. We're the best. That's what he said. I think he said
2: something different than that. I think that's what he said. He ringoed him. And then Kanye, the unoriginal man he is, stole
0: it. I'm happy to see to, the get, ringo. In, to Everyone get should do the ringo. To get into this uh Chappelle show one. He actually has it what look, looks like to be multiple skits. So he's got the racial draft, mm-hmm. which is Bill Burr. RZA and Jizza, Yep. And then RZA and Jizza are also on Wu-Tang Financial. And then he's got another one. I don't believe that they're in this one, but it's called Wu-Tang Torture. So oh. Chappelle is all about Wu-Tang.
2: I've seen the first two uh, that you mentioned. I don't remember the last one.
0: Gotcha. Well, let's let's play a little clip of the racial draft.
1: Hit talking. If you're not careful, they might lose them. The
0: Asian delegation chooses the RZA, the Jizza. The second exposes to the Wu-Tang Clan! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! What I have just learned with my own two ears, this is by far the biggest upset of the night. The Chinese delegation pulling a fast one and choosing the entire Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang!
2: This is big for us, yo, because we always been a fan of the kung fu and the Chinese culture and shit. So, yo, it's like bong bong, you know? Yeah, I want to um, remind everybody to um diversify y'all bonds.
0: I will like to state for the record that I said more members of the Wu-Tang Clan than the guy on stage did. You did. Mm. That's true. Congratulations. Thank you. Prone. I found a video of uh RZA on the Joe Rogan experience oh, talking yeah. about the advice he gave. To martin screlly
2: oh my. oh my gosh that sounds good okay oh we, we got to do a little a <laughs> little too, bit of that that's too good i'll tell you one thing i did have a conversation with the gentleman right with martin yeah i said listen yo because he had a you know he had a lot of bad things going on for him i said yo if i was you i would take this chance to do philanthropy Ooh. and i would give this away to the public if I was him,
0: yeah. Based on how much he had talking from the public, the yeah.
1: Public but he he was a net like we talked about earlier. He wasn't a nice person. He didn't want to give the impression that he was a nice person. He wanted to be. I don't give a fuck. Can we just talk about what a wild experience it is of listening to a podcast from another podcast in our podcast?
0: It's something. Have you guys li- have you guys listened to any of the other members of the Wu Tang Clan's like solo work outside of Wu Tang Clan? Uh, a little bit of method man i i know some of his stuff ghostface i know that uh my my buddy mr action bronson gets a lot of heat cuz they think that he stole uh the way that he raps from ghostface i could see that i can't really i've listened to both and i just i'm looking for it and i just don't see enough to make a conflict out of it they're both from new york they both you know uh, if you he has Maybe some um, influence. Sure. But I don't think that he's ripping off Ghostface Killer. It's hard to say that somebody owns a flow. I couldn't imagine a way where you'd be able to say that Ghostface Killer has like dominion over a flow, but I don't know. I don't think you can do that. I, uh, I didn't until very recently listen to Jizz's uh, solo album Liquid Swords, which is pretty well received. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a lot of the same like uh, elements of like sampling and usage of like the interest in because they really all have this kind of weird interest in like uh, samurai culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he uses those same types of things in like I'll play a little bit of the track from uh, Liquid Swords, the opening track, Liquid Swords. My father was famous. He was the greatest samurai in the empire, and he was the shogun's decapitator. He cut off the heads of 131 lords. It was a bad time for the empire. The shogun just stayed inside his castle, and he never came out. like there's only one select group of people in my mind who would make it make sense that hip hop and like samples of like shaolin things i don't even like cuz i don't know if they're from movies or if they're saying like if they're just clips that they have put together on their own but um you wouldn't think that really any other hip hop group would be able to make those two things make sense no they don't have the names to do it they didn't have the names to begin with. they. I mean, Wu-Tang was doing it from their first album, and right. they were all relatively unknown until their debut happened. Right. So, you know, they, they just made it work right out of the gate. And a lot of the production work was done by RZA, um, and he does the, the production work on Liquid Swords for Jizza as well. Those two work together collaboratively for obvious reasons. Um, and so his production work is just, in my my mind, very revolutionary because there was just no type of, like, hardcore hip-hop that sounded like Wu-Tang Clan in 1993. They were the only thing that existed that sounded like them. And it was the reason that, like, so many members of their group were able to, like, go forward and be able to make music even today, almost 30 years removed from their debut record.
2: Yeah, that's true. It definitely was different for the time. And they well, I'm familiar with, uh, well, slightly familiar with uh, Birth of a Prince, Riz's album. A little bit familiar with that. And uh, they all bring their own little thing to whatever they do, which is clear right. from what they brought to the group initially. So it's cool to see a group that's so large. And when people go out and do their own things, which they all really did, which is nice. Like you mentioned, it's nice that they actually all pretty much did something. So you can see what... Because it can be difficult to see what each person brings to such a large group initially. But then when you can look at some of their solo work, you can be like, oh yeah, I can see some of the elements that they were working with earlier as well. Also, uh, inspected Deck is part of Zarface. Right. So that's kind of interesting too. Another, you know, he so he went on, had a couple of solo albums, and then he joined joined up to create a hip-hop supergroup which is i mean when you look at it when you think about it kind of wu-tang was kind of like a hip-hop supergroup yes but the opposite it's like the opposite happening right where instead of you have the individual people coming together to create a supergroup they're just like a bunch of really talented hip-hop people who did the group first and then then
0: they've gone on to do other things right um yeah, to speak on the the Zarface thing. Zarface is actually a hip hop collective that most like most people aren't really aware of them, but they have like a comic book element to them. Yeah. They're like like Wu-Tang is just nerds. Mm-hmm. They're total nerds and I love that about them.
2: Well, then they did Zarface had that coll- like collaboration with Ghostface Killer that came out last year. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, then they collaborated I, no actually I think last year's collaboration was the one that they did with um uh Mad Vi- or MF Doom. No, Starface so meets Ghostface. Was that last year's? So they must have done MF Doom maybe the year before. Yeah, Zarrface go- so meets before. Metal face, yeah, which was the year before. I couldn't remember which one came first, but yeah, that makes sense.
2: Because we listened last year to that one. Yeah, that's for the, right. For the episode.
0: Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah, I remember now. Um, speaking of Ghostface, he also has collaborated with a former Good Band, Bad Band alum, which we have talked about. I think on that episode was the bad, bad, not good episode mm-hmm. was the fact that he did like that weird jazzy hip hop, uh, album with them. Sour soul. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like the song six degrees from that. That's, That's the one had, with had Danny, Danny Brown. Brown. Yep. Yeah. It's a good one. I, there's just a lot of really, really good like music that has come out of Wu Tang. And I think that speaks to how good Wu Tang are. hmm But again, I will say like, cause I'm not really familiar with other like, Wu-Tang specific work Hmm. I'm very familiar with Enter the Wu-Tang probably one of the best hip-hop albums of all time but other than that like I'm not really familiar with Gravel Pit uh I'm really not familiar with most of their newer work either uh just you know it's kind of is isolated to that one big album in a lot of ways
2: yeah I'd probably say the same actually looking at it that's probably where I am too Sounds like we've got a lot more to say, so mm-hmm. I'd say
0: it's time to close out. Yes. I will vote for the Wu-Tang Clan based on uh, the history. I like uh, Cream. It's a good song. Cream's a great song. Uh, Protect Your Neck is a good song. But, uh, I mean, I like The the Who, but they only have one album. And, I mean, I, I enjoy it, but I think that you have to give credit to The and not The Who. Oh, boy. I'll I'll go
2: with Wu Tang Clan too. I think I'll do it.
0: Oh come on! I don't have to say anything. Won't we'll say it. Wu Tang Clan, coming at you.
1: I I'm almost a little torn, because I recognize that the the Wu Tang Clan. The who? The who? The you know what I mean. Nope,
2: I don't know. Who are you talking I, about? I didn't hear you.
1: I recognize the Wu Tang Clan has more backing they have more history they've proven themselves but i listen to the who more i'm gonna go with the who
0: i know i knew that you're, I you're acting like it's a surprise i knew you were gonna pick the Who. i know
1: and going over to patreon it's unanimous there uh wu-tang clan yeah i'm the only holdout look at you if uh you guys want to help me out in the too- future you can have your own voice go to patreon.com slash record roundtable
0: Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band Bad Band God damn it you guys (laughs) Alright we're just gonna go it Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band Bad Band This week we talked about Wu-Tang Clan who likes to interrupt my outro And I'll never forgive them Uh, Let us know who you think is the good band Check out our social media Look at our website and our articles and stuff There's some new articles on there People should like that Next week we're talking about animal collective soul. That's a way better time saying it. I like that better goodbye
2: back like I'm locked that was one of those moments.